0: windshield time this is neil mccormick with windshield time the only radio show slash podcast slash wherever you want to listen to it recorded literally behind a windshield just because technology is awesome using the anchor app which pushes out to stitcher or itunes or all that i'm gonna drive into work great weekend Got about forty-eight hours for uh, my wife and I. Have our kid, child number three, arrives theoretically if all holds out. Uh, we had a great weekend Friday or Saturday. We went to Bark in the Park. She owns a bar called the Sandbar here in Nashville, and we were it's dog friendly, so we decided to go and do a little promotion. So we set had a booth at the Bark in the Park for the Nashville Humane. We were on one of only like three food booths. We're slinging uh, walking tacos, which is a sugar cone waffle cone with uh, taco meat, lettuce, tomato, cheese, and sour cream on it. A uh, lotes, which it blows my mind how many people don't know what a lote is, and a is just Mexican street corn, uh, which is either can be served on a corn corn on the cob, which is uh, slathered with mayonnaise. We say crema just because it people get freaked out in America about mayonnaise. But with mayonnaise, traditionally with mayonnaise and uh, crumbly cotilla cheese, and uh, some Mexican spices on it, either on the cob or you can do it in a cup. We did it in a cup, and uh, it was delicious. It's just a great combination, and it's uh, we found it at this little bitty Mexican market outside where we live in Lebanon, Tennessee. Uh, Anybody that's listening probably heard me beat this to death, but it's a little a um, elote stand at the back of a flea market in a gravel parking lot, and we like taking our kids there because they can just drop shit wherever they want, and there's a ton of other families there with their kids, and our kids are never gonna be the messiest or loudest ones there, so that's always a good thing as a parent. kind like when you, it's kinda like the best part about taking your kids to Disney, is that we, we took our kids to Disney last December, and we're always kind of hyper-aware, being having server bartender backgrounds or service industry about not leaving a mess and tipping well and treating people well. And uh, it took us a while at Disney to uh, go into a restaurant and our kids, you know, sugars dipping or losing their minds or needing to sleep on a chair or in our laps and having to get mac and cheese out really fast. And we're like, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. Then you, after about a day at Disney, you start to look around and go, look, we're one of the easy ones. You look at all the, the kid meltdowns and all the parent meltdowns. I wonder how many divorces were initiated just at Disney because the kids couldn't get food quick enough or something. I don't know. But um, we did that at the flea market, and we did uh, at the sandbar. We serve uh, coconuts, fresh chilled coconuts with a hole drilled in them, topped off with uh, pineapple or coconut rum. And then we served those. Those were a big hit at the... Bark in the park. I think they had about five or six thousand people come through with their dogs, uh, all dog-oriented stuff. Uh, so that was a good time. Got to meet and talk to a lot of people. But you know, you got a wife that's a trooper. Whenever um, she's not literally at the tail end of nine and a half months of pregnancy, and uh, she's wanting, she's cool with standing six hours outside in the ninety-degree heat underneath the tent, slinging. Uh, a elotes and walking tacos and talking to folks so we got done with that it was a good day like I said shout out to our friends that came out and helped us it was a really good day it's loading up and loading out man after about a thousand beer festivals and events in my career just kind of done with the load in load out thing man I just want to get in and then just get shit out for the most part see people that are kind of inexperienced haven't done it a hundred times but man just getting out of there was easy. Got everything unloaded. Got back. It's the thing about having having a couple kids is that regardless of what you do without your kids, it's fifteen dollars an hour for uh for daycare. And man, for child care. That's 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 if you can get fifteen dollars an hour. Sorry, I just passed a dude in a Jeep smoking a cigarette. I just used to be so cool, man. But at least he had the window cracked. I like the people that are just rolling down interstate with multiple people in the car with the windows up. Not even cracked just puffing away at cigarettes um, but yeah I did that on Saturday and got home with the kids ordered some less than average pizza I'm one of those people that never craves pizza I think I never crave pizza because when you have good pizza it's hard to take average eat average or less than average pizza I'm talking like a good New York style or something that's really good crust, crust for the most part Pizza, you bite into it and like the cheese doesn't separate from the, the crust of the topping. Um, then got up on Sunday and we've been having, uh, we've been converting a garage into a mother in law suite. Or let's take that back. We've been converting it into a suite for anybody who wants to stay there. Well, my mother in law does stay at our house from time to time and that's great. We love having her there. But anybody else can stay there too. We're hoping to have it on Airbnb to, to, uh, To rent it out, also. So, fed two different contractors that were god awful. Whenever you're hiring a contractor, rule of thumb ask your contractor, have you ever left a box full of cigarette butts at a job site in someone's home? Or, question two, have you ever been charged and said you could take out a window and put in French doors? but the window you took out just shattered into a million pieces and you just left it on the ground in someone's backyard that has small children that like to play in the backyard. Those are two two key questions to ask your potential contractor because both contractors we had did one of each and just awful people. I mean, they, they did all right. It's just, I just don't, the, we had a breakdown in communication of what a full day's work is. I think a full day's work is let's just get crazy is it is it let's just get crazy and say you're gonna work six and a half hours maybe not even get crazy and say eight but when you show up at 9 30 work for an hour and then take a two hour take an hour lunch and then two hour lunch then come back and work two more hours and call it a day it's hard for me to feel good about paying you a day's work but just about done with that so saturday cleaned up the mess that is in our backyard of random lumber Broken glass and move some stuff around and just got unloaded. Installed a ceiling fan. Didn't shock myself. That's always good. With electrical, you either do one of two things: you either hook it up correctly or you burn your house down. So that's the only advice I have for anybody: is to make sure you you go above and beyond. Before there was YouTube, where you could search all of these things, you can. Uh, I've been fortunate in my life. My mom was one of 11 kids that I have an a uh, handful of uncles I can call it any necessary question in life. And one I call the most, refer to the most, is my Uncle David. And um, wiring in the electrical, uh, there was a white wire and a black wire that you would connect to the white wire and black wire of the ceiling fan. But the ceiling fan had a green wire, which is a ground wire. And uh, calling my Uncle David, what do I do with this wire? And he was like, nah, just leave it hanging. Okay. And he gives me a whole background of why you should just leave it hanging, and why it's good, why it's okay. So call Uncle David; he's doing well. Him and my aunt Peggy; uh, she never had a driver's license, never, uh, never had a driver's license in her life. Uncle David's done all that, as well as working and everything else. That's what my Uncle David's done. Driving a, a feed truck for turkey houses for like forty years now he just retired and hangs out it's about well he grows a garden has bees he had a um when he retired he just had an older guy that in the community that knows everybody knows they can just call him and he knows everything my uncle david uh, somebody just called him and says i got a problem with bees do you know how to get rid of them so he like chain smokes two packs of cools a day so he uh went down and i'm not sure if it was the smoke in his clothes or this chain smoking but was able to get the the queen from the beehive and then kind of each hive spun off at one point in time. He had like 20 hives. I asked him, I'm like, how much honey did you get one year? And he's like, i got about 90 gallons. I was like, what did you do with 90 gallons of honey? He's like, we ate it. I'm like, dude, you just drinking honey every day? So, um, called uncle David. That's what he did. Um, he just told me how to hook up the ceiling fan. Got a few other things done, cleaned floors, mopped, ready to roll. Good to go. Got a few other things done anticipating for the baby. Baby number three, kid one and two, especially one, you get all kinds of shit you don't need, or you don't, you don't know you don't need it. As my buddy Wayne Hannan said, that uh, baby stuff falls into two categories: Either this is awesome or this is stupid. So by the time you get to kid three, the equivalent of prepping for it is you ask your wife, "Did we order diapers and, bo- and bottles off Amazon?" She's like, "Yeah, all right, that's all I've asked about us." Uh, whether we're prepped or not. So if the baby doesn't arrive in the next 24 hours, we go in on Tuesday for, or Wednesday for the arrival of our, uh, we're having another little boy and uh, settled on name and everything. I think we're going to, we're, we're, the middle name is, I think we're going to name him after my wife's, my wife's uh, grandfather for the middle name. We're still nailing down we got first name mostly but we thought we were going to name our last our first son his name's Archie for all the pregnancy he was going to be called uh Griffin and then whenever like a week or two before he was born my wife sent me a um my wife sent me a list of names because there was like an eclipse like a meteor shower and something else going on some weird thing and I'm not into astrology by any means but uh she sent me a list of like lunar or like astro- astrological names that you could name your kid if they were born in that time frame. And one of them was like a moon of Saturn. is named Archie. And we just thought it was a good name. Because you can't give a kid named Archie a nickname. So that's what we decided to do. We named him Archie. And uh, our doctors delivered three or 4,000 kids. It's the first time she's ever delivered an Archie. So we felt good about that. But he was 9 pounds, 6 ounces with awesome hair. And he was just an Archie in every sense. And he still is to this day, you can't imagine him being anything else but an Archie, which is very rare sometimes when you see kids and their names or whether they actually match up to their name or not. But I suppose you grow into it eventually. So, well, that's all I got for windshield Time on Monday, rolling into the office. Didn't pass too many people that are on their phones. I'm not on my phone. I just hit record and then just talk into it and then just hit end and we're done. So I'm not driving the whole time. Always wonder what the solution is you know what's the solution as a society when you drive by somebody that's just like full out phone knee on the on the steering wheel uh texting with two thumbs what's i I just i just drive by and stare at them all awkwardly but uh i guess last year i think we we just passed opioids just passed automobile accidents so i guess we can't be too outraged in america car accidents aren't getting too crazy but Figure autonomous cars will get us there eventually. Kind of balance all the people that wreck from texting and driving. So that's all I got. Monday windshield time may um, may record on the way in, on the way into the hospital on Wednesday. I think we got to be there at like 6 a.m. in the morning. So that ought to be fun. Should have the the wife as a co-host. Be the last time before we we have three kids in the house, which everybody I always like when people go. You know what causes that. Yeah, bro. I'm 35. I'm pretty confident. I know what causes it. Or I was 36, should I say? I'm 40 now. Sorry. I got my mark. on some math mixed up. I was 36 when we had our first kid. And 40, 39, we had our second. And 40 when we had our third. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident I know what causes it. Like it's a symptom. Like it's, something, like, it's like a rash. Like poison ivy. You know, you were handling something. Salt and pepper. That's what causes it. No, it's... it's I know what causes it. It's okay. Well... On into Nashville, another day, another construction site, another crane. So everybody have a good week. Signing off for windshield Time.